0: Welcome to the Bama Insider.com podcast. You can subscribe to any of our future shows by simply clicking subscribe in iTunes or Google Play. Just search Bama Insider.com podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Alabama Nation. Welcome to the Bama Insider podcast. You're for news, commentary into Crimson Tide football and recruiting. Tony colors
1: has the latest Alabama football report. The one and only Andrew Bone is the king of Alabama football recruiting coverage. And Kyle Henderson ties it all together on BamaInsider.com. From Tuscaloosa, Alabama,
0: here is the BamaInsider.com podcast. Hey, right, what's good, Alabama? It's Kyle Henderson, BamaInsider.com. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Wednesday, June 28th. Next week, we got the 4th of July, the nation's birthday. I know I'll be barbecuing. How about yourself? I might be even hitting up Lake Tuscaloosa. The weather has been beautiful out here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We're coming to you from the studio in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, here on the BamaInsider.com podcast. Got a great show lined up for you today to help you get through the rest of your week to the weekend. We got David Morris coming up on the program from QBCountry.com. Recently worked as a coach at the Manning Passing Academy where Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts was a college counselor. We'll have him on the program today. Excited to hear what he has to say about Jalen. I think coming into the 2017 season, there's so much hype on this young man, and rightfully so. When you're the SEC Offensive player of the year as a freshman And you threw for over 2,300 yards as a freshman You're coming in With some high Aspirations not only for yourself But from the Alabama Football fan base And I think it's been interesting to see How fans Have really reacted To Jalen returning for his Sophomore season Some have been critical of him In terms of his deep ball passing accuracy. I feel that as a freshman, he did fantastic. I mean, you want to say 13-1 and as a starter? That's phenomenal. And we'll see how he does as a sophomore in 2017. From what I saw during the spring practice for Alabama, it looked like Jalen was on point. And I think a lot of people want to have a quarterback conversation regarding the fact that Tua Tungovaloa could push Jalen for the starting position. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I mean, you could potentially see, you know, next season those two going at it. And I hope they do. But there's nothing wrong with having a quality backup in Tua Tungovaloa. It's Jalen's show. We've said it from the get-go. And I think he's going to be ready to go come that big Florida State matchup. Now, The question surrounding that matchup will be, will Jalen be ready not only to go up against Florida State, but to go up against one of the best secondaries in the country? We previewed the Florida State-Alabama game along with WarChant.com a couple weeks back. And Florida State has some of the top secondary players returning in the nation. And it's going to be interesting to see how Jalen matches up against them in week one. It's going to be interesting to see how the Alabama wide receivers go against Florida State's defensive backs in week one. You can catch all that coverage on BamaInsider.com. If you're just joining us, my name is Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. This is the BamaInsider.com podcast. You can download all our future podcasts on BamaInsider.com. You can also download them on iTunes or Google Play. Just search BamaInsider.com podcast. Coming up on the program, as mentioned, we have David Morris of QBCountry.com. We're going to get his take on quarterback Jalen Hurts and how he fared at the Manning Passing Academy. Later on in the program, we're also going to talk with BamaInsider.com recruiting analyst Andrew Bone. Get Bone's thoughts on this year's recruiting class for Alabama. Get his thoughts on Zamir White committing to Georgia, and if that was a shocker. Also get Andrew's take on the current dead period, what it means, what can happen. And also talk to him about the big recruiting barbecue that's taking place in the later part of July. But next on the program, we've got David Morris of QB Country, four-year letterman at Old Miss from 1998 to 2002. At Old Miss, he was a four-year travel roommate With two-time Super Bowl MVP Eli Manning, last week Morris helped high school quarterbacks from across the country as a coach at the four-day Manning Passing Academy, which took place at Nichols State University, where Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts served as a college counselor, also helping out those young pups coming up. So let's welcome David Morris into the program. All right, we're talking with David Morris of QBCountry.com. Thanks for joining the program, David. Thanks for having me, Cal. Um, Recently, uh, you attended or you participated in the uh, Eli Manning Passing Academy. Can you just explain your role within the academy?
2: Sure, sure, yes. So the Manning Passing Academy is a a camp that Archie Manning puts on. Uh, Eli and Peyton are also part of it. Um, And every year uh, they'll have – the staff will be comprised of uh, college quarterbacks. I think this year there were 43 starters across the country. The rest of the staff, which is probably 65 people or so, are are, um, high school coaches around the country, or uh, college coaches, D2, D3, or independent coaches, kind of like me. And so that's uh, where I fit in uh, as part of the staff.
0: Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts was a college counselor last week. Was this your first time working with Hurts?
2: So it was... uh, I uh, had seen a lot of them, watched a lot of games and and, uh, studied them a little bit last year. But yeah, this was my first personal interaction and I was part of uh, uh, some of the guys, uh, me, Peyton, and Eli and another fellow, Rich Bartell, worked out the college quarterbacks on Friday. Uh, Worked Jalen out a little bit on Thursday as well. And uh, I was very very impressed uh, with him basically from start to finish.
0: What exactly jumped out with Jalen?
2: I felt like, I didn't have uh, a a great expectation going in because i try not to paint one for anybody, but I just felt like uh, from what I'd seen last year on film, I thought he had a great year. Obviously, I I felt like uh, when I saw him in person, he he was just a more fluid, more um, uh, mechanically sound, accurate guy than what I was expecting to see. Uh, I just thought, in general, he was he was he was very consistent and 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 really looked like he had improved.
0: I get it from Alabama fans a lot that even though he threw for twenty seven hundred yards and twenty three touchdowns, he still gets some criticism and a lot of people question his deep ball ability. Did you see him spin the deep ball? And what was your takeaway?
2: Yeah, you know, I talked to him about that briefly. He just said, hey, what what have you been working on this off season? And I know he's in great hands with Coach Dabble, uh, Coach Warner, and then also. uh uh, coach winky you know they they got a a staff of folks down there alex mortensen included that uh or these these quarterbacks on campus are getting a ton of attention and a ton of good coaching so you could tell he had been working on uh things such as accuracy his footwork looked great his under center footwork looked very good and you know I, i just specifically asked him about the deep ball and he just said he really feels like he's um, you know, uh, in a better place with that and kind of understands the art of it a little bit more than he did, let's say, this time last year.
0: We're talking with David Morris of com, served as the coach of the recent Manning Passing Academy where he got an early look at Alabama football quarterback Jalen Hurts as a college counselor. You can listen to all our podcasts on iTunes or Google Play. Just search BamaInsider.com podcast. Um, Being around Hertz uh, for for a few days, what what was your biggest takeaway in terms of his mechanics and overall ability?
2: I felt like he was just consistent. You know, he he's a guy that uh, you can tell he's he's been working hard and he's eager to uh, to continue growing. Uh, Was like I mentioned earlier, was was able to catch up with him a little bit, and and I felt like. Uh, every part of his game, um, you know, like he had improved uh, a little bit. And that's all you're looking for, small gains over a period of time. I think there's a natural progression that goes into playing quarterback. Every year you get a little better, you know a little more, you feel a little more comfortable in different situations. So I felt like, you know, I just, you know, it's exciting to see a a kid uh, grow and be excited to grow. And uh, and all in all, I felt like he really, you know, made a good impression on about everybody
0: there. I was curious about this because the times that we've interviewed him, the media, he, he seems to have this great sense of modesty. Did you pick that up as well? And how did he interact with the players and other coaches at the camp?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the things I'd heard about Jalen intangibly uh, were were spot on mature kid, uh, very sharp kid, uh, very respect, uh, respectable and, um, I think he's a guy that uh, enjoys being one of the guys, and and not, it doesn't have to be in the limelight. We played him in a little seven-on-seven seven, uh, game, my team versus his team, and they beat us. And uh, you know, it was just kind of a fun deal. We were, we were giving each other a hard time, but just a good kid, and and a kid that uh, that, like I said, fit in well. Uh, and and a lot of the guys were uh, excited to be around him.
0: Maybe this is a tough question for you, but if there's a quarterback from the past or present at the highest level that he compares to, who who would that be, and why?
2: You know, I, it's a good question. Yeah, I, I see a little Dak Prescott in him. Wow. Uh, I think I think you know he's a young guy. I mean, he's uh, going to be a sophomore, true sophomore. I, I I really could see him growing into a Dak Prescott type. Uh, quarterback you know he's a physical big physical guy similar size to Dak Uh, you know Dak has Dak's greatest ability maybe is touch I think that's one of the things that uh, most strong arm guys need to work on is is the ability to have touch uh, because they're you know kind of blessed with the big strong arm uh, and and vice versa for a guy that has you know great anticipation or great touch last time they need to work on uh, arm strength so you know, I think as he continues to grow and continues to get games under his belt, I, I could I could see it kind of heading in that direction.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about QBCountry.com? dot com?
2: Sure. Yeah. Thank you. So QB Country is a quarterback training and development company started here in Mobile, Alabama. We're now in ten locations across the Southeast uh, in seven states, uh, predominantly, like I said, in the southeastern states and. Our goal is to, uh, you know, train quarterbacks starting at a young level and to educate them on the basic uh, mechanics and foundations of playing the position, and, and naturally grow and uh, educate them uh, on the depths of the position. So we train NFL quarterbacks, uh, NFL draft prep quarterbacks, college quarterbacks, high school quarterbacks, and middle school quarterbacks. We got a program for each. Uh, for each level and we're super excited about where we're heading. We've been fortunate to uh, you know to uh, Experience some some growth here recently, and we feel like we're heading in the right direction
0: How can our listeners follow you on social media?
2: Yeah, thanks Kyle. We're uh, On Twitter go to uh, at QB country on Facebook at QB country uh, the QBCountry QB com. Instagram at, at QB country as well, so uh, we we were able to tie down those uh, those handles early on, so we're in good shape there.
0: Speaking with David Morris of QBCountry.com, follow him as he mentioned, and of course we appreciate his time chopping it up with us on BamaInsider.com, talking about Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts. David, thank you so much for your time. I know you got to run, so we'll let you go. But you know we're we're grateful, and hopefully we could talk to you in the future.
2: Hey, I look forward to it, and then I hope you guys have a good week.
0: Hey, thank you, David. Great interview with. David Morris of QBCountry.com, and quite the comparison. Morris just compared Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts to Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And I'm looking at Dak Prescott right now, and look at the comparison. 6'2", 226 pounds for Prescott. Jalen Hurts right around there, 6'2", 215 pounds. Prescott sliced him up last year, 3,600 yards passing. With a touchdown to interception ratio of 23 to 4, passing rating of 104.9. That was a killer interview. Thank you so much, David Morris. And if you want to learn more, you can check out QBcountry.com. Next on the program, we got Andrew Bone, the recruiting analyst of BamaInsider.com. I'm going to have him on the program to talk about Alabama's recruiting class. And currently, Alabama has five commitments from the class of 2018 and ranks. get this, get this. ranked 58th in the country by Rivals.com. I'm sure that'll change, but when you're the reigning recruiting champ year after year, Alabama fans have been starting to scratch their heads a little bit, wondering what's up. Now, last week, Alabama did get a commit in Jalen Amar Davis. Out of Mobile, Alabama, foot, 175 175-pound, four-star prospect, defensive back. We'll talk to Andrew and get his take on Jalen Armar Davis. Before that, you rewind to Skylar DeLong, who committed to Alabama on June 15th. And we have one more commit in the month of June. Quay Walker, 6'3", 218-pound linebacker out of the state of Georgia. So let's bring on Andrew Bone into the program. Andrew, how's it going, man? Hey, all is
1: good. Um,
0: it's been a, um,
1: you know, been an interesting week with, um, you know, with Zamir White announcing his decision to Georgia, and you know, of course, um, you know, Alabama picking up a comm- big commitment last week in Jalen Armour Davis. And, you know, and of course, right now it's uh, it's sort of downtime for the Alabama coaching staff because yeah, everybody's on vacation. You got the Fourth of July week coming up. You have um, you know camp coming up in in mid July, so all the coaches are kind of on the road, um, well with their families, taking some downtime. Because uh, you know, right when uh, you know right when camp hits and uh, they get back in uh, into Tuscaloosa, you're going to have camp, and then you know fall practice is going to be here before you know it.
0: Yeah, man. You know, and there's no other time for these coaches to really take a few days off, right? Because once we go. We're going to go, and everybody knows how long Alabama's season should go. So you're talking about a grind from the end of July to, you know, hopefully for Alabama fans into that first weekend of January. So that's a long stretch for these coaches, and Saban's hit on that a couple times that the college football season is extremely long. Uh, But anyways, we're glad to have you on the program, and I wanted to get your thoughts on Zamir White. I know you posted it on BamaInsider.com, but I wanted to get your take via podcast Um, yesterday, Zamir White commits to Georgia, number one running back in the country. What's your take on the situation?
1: Yeah, and I and I encourage uh, you know everyone to check out the the what it means story on Zamir White that we have on the front page of Bama Insider because you know we kind of go in depth on um, on his commitment to Georgia, kind of where things stand with Alabama in, t- in terms of running back. But uh, you know, Zamir White was a guy that Alabama has recruited for a long time. He made several visits to Tuscaloosa, including one. Uh, back in early June, uh, with his family, Alabama really made a strong impression on him. But you know, Georgia was considered uh, way out in front from the from the early beginning of his recruitment. They were always considered the favorite for him. Uh, but Alabama really made a uh, made a strong case, and uh, he really liked uh, the coaching staff in Tuscaloosa. Had a really good relationship uh, with them, and I think it was a really tough decision for him. Uh, he had been keeping in contact with the coaching staff. Uh, every single day leading up until his announcement which you know, kind of you know when a when a recruit of that caliber uh is announcing a decision uh you know sometimes they they kind of fade off with uh, with some of these coaching staffs but um you know with uh with Alabama he maintained that relationship remained uh a dialogue with them and I expect Alabama to continue to recruit him you know you never know what can happen down the road you know how it uh, some people may forget Alabama's been able to flip two uh, high-profile running backs from Georgia over the last few years. Derrick Henry being one, uh, B.J. Emmons being another. Now, I, you know it's kind of hard to say that um, that that Zamir White is going to flip, or or even if he's going to visit. We don't know that yet. He may end up visiting. We don't know, but uh, but Alabama is going to continue to try to work continue to try to uh, try to get him on campus and I'm sure he's gonna watch um, you know very closely the Bulldogs this fall to see how their their performance is on the field how they're gonna um, you know use their backs and you know it, the same goes for Alabama he's gonna be watching the new offense and see how how they do and, and maybe Alabama can talk him into making an official visit over there but you know regardless I think Alabama's
0: going to be just fine at running back. ASA Martin looks like their number one target at the running back position can you give us a little backstory on Martin? Well, Martin is a uh,
1: you know a really good running back out of uh, Decatur, Alabama. I first saw Asa when he was a sophomore. I went up and saw Deontay Brown, uh, the offensive lineman uh, at Alabama now, as many people know, uh, went up there. and you know I was really impressed. I actually thought he was a junior at the time, but he was only a sophomore. Well, he ends up transferring for his junior season down to IMG Academy, and everyone knows about IMG. I mean, it's Division One prospects, uh, you know, as third string players. I mean, it is a, an impressive football program. And he went down there and you know, there was a lot of talent down there at the running back position, including Alabama commitment, Trey Sanders, who's in the 2019 recruiting class. But Ace is a very good player. He just moved back to, uh, Decatur this past fall or this past spring. And uh, I think he's going to have a really big football season. Now he didn't get an offer from Alabama until the eight, a game. And a lot of his offers came very early uh Alabama wanted to wait a little bit see him during the spring uh maybe evaluate him at the summer camp but I think they saw enough of him to go ahead and extend that offer uh in April but then he ended up coming to Alabama's camp uh the first of June really impressed the coaching staff I mean from a from an athletic standpoint he can do a lot of different things um you know he can catch the ball well out of the backfield he can run between the tackles he's a pretty good uh size kid at about 6 feet tall uh, Close to about 200 pounds. So, you know, I really like ASA a lot. I think he's going to make a decision um, in August. He's currently scheduled to announce on August the 24th, but we could potentially see that commitment come a little bit sooner. I know he plans on being at Alabama's Champions Cookout on July the 21st. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of discussion there about potentially going ahead and making a decision because Alabama will be pressing hard for him. He's one of Alabama's top. Uh, in-state targets he's one of Alabama's top overall targets so they're gonna try to get some guys on board at that summer camp or excuse me at that uh, summer cookout and uh, you know hopefully get, get some more guys on board before uh, before fall practice begins which we which we usually see so uh, so we'll wait and see what happens there I think Alabama is in great position for him he has a top three Alabama Auburn and Florida and you know, I did tell me he's gonna get down to Florida again this summer I asked him recently if he's going to make it back down to Auburn. He said that he does not plan on visiting Auburn again, but that could end up changing. I know he plans on being back down in Tuscaloosa at least two more times, so it seems like that bodes pretty well for, uh, for the Crimson Tide right now.
0: We're talking with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. Nobody does it bigger and better than Andrew, and if you want the recruiting scoop on a daily basis, get a subscription to BamaInsider.com. Now's the perfect time with the 2017 football season just around the corner. Bone, last week we had Alabama got a commitment from Jalen Omar Davis. He's a fifth commitment from the class of 2018, six foot, 175 pounds out of Mobile, Alabama. What's your take on him?
1: Well, I like him a lot. I think, uh, you know, we mentioned, we talked about him a lot last week. I mean, he's a very uh, versatile athlete. Uh, he can play on either side of the ball, very smooth, um, I mean, he's just a, a really electric football player, uh, you know, does a good job of finding the football um, and can make plays when he, when he gets the football. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, that's something you really look for, a guy who can, you know, if he does pick off the pass, he's not going to fall down. He's not going to run out of bounds. He's going to try to make a play. He's going to try to find the end zone. So, you know, he's right at about six feet, uh, one inch. He's 175 pounds. Um, you know, he's going to continue to grow, continue to get bigger, continue to get stronger, You know, he's he's fast enough. He ran a 10-7, 100-meter on a bad hamstring. So, you you know he's got good speed. So, I think Alabama's extremely excited to have him on board. He wanted to be 100% before he made a decision, didn't want to flip-flop, didn't want to take any additional visits, just wanted to make sure he was making the right decision and then commit. And that's when he announced his commitment to Alabama. So, I think the Crimson Tide are extremely excited to have him on board. Uh, I think he's recruited more as a defensive back athlete than, say, uh cornerback or a safety or a nickel. Uh, he, he'll get to Tuscaloosa and Alabama will kind of figure out, um, you know, exactly where he can play once he gets to campus. But I think Alabama is extremely excited to have him on board.
0: Who is going to be Alabama's next commitment? I mean, let's play a little bit of prediction right now. Who could it possibly be? I mean, that would be the sixth commitment. They've already picked up a few in the month of June. Is there anybody that is on commitment watch right now, headed into the 4th of July holiday? Well, I'll say
1: this. I have a story coming
0: out on BamaInsider.com, and it's going to
1: focus on 10 guys, 10, who could be the next to commit to Alabama. Now, uh, these are probably going to be 10 guys who, at some point, will commit to Alabama, in my opinion. I think Alabama has the best chance to get these guys. Will it be this week? Will it be next week? Will it be sometime in July? Will it be... In August, we'll have to wait and see. But you know, there are ten guys that I feel like Alabama has a very good chance with. Uh, you know, a couple off the top of my head uh, that I want to go ahead and spit out there: uh, Bobby Brown, defensive lineman out of Texas, who has really shot up Alabama's recruiting board. Uh, probably Alabama's number one defensive line target right now after his performance at Alabama's camp earlier uh, earlier this month. Uh, he's w- certainly a big name to watch. Uh, and, and keeping up with uh, with the last name Brown. Tommy Brown, out of uh, out of California, uh, big offensive lineman, six foot seven, three hundred and fifteen pounds. Picked up an offer a few weeks ago. It is an Alabama legacy. His father, uh, Vince Brown, played. Uh, or ran the. Or, excuse me. Played on the. I keep saying played. I'm, I'm trying to say was a participant on the track and field team, throwing the shot put. So he's a guy that uh, that grew up an Alabama fan. His whole family are Alabama fans. And uh, you know that offer meant a lot to him a few weeks ago. So I could really see him maybe pulling the trigger a little bit sooner. Now he says he said recently he, he plans on taking an official visit to Alabama. He's still going to take some visits, but uh, with Alabama's offensive line class, it's a little tricky this year because they're only going to take about three offensive linemen total in this year's class. know so if he wants to have a spot on board, he may want to go ahead and uh, and commit. So. We'll wait and see if he decides to commit, maybe sometime in July, but but those are certainly two guys that I'm keeping a very close eye on, and like I said, I'm going to have eight more guys on that list uh, here this afternoon on BamaInsider.com.
0: You can listen to our future podcasts as well as our past podcasts on iTunes or Google Play. Just search BamaInsider.com podcast. We're talking with Andrew Bone, our recruiting analyst of BamaInsider.com. My name is Kyle Henderson. I'm the host as well as the managing editor We also have Tony Sakalis as our team rider, all three of us bringing it to you every single day on BamaInsider.com. Alabama will host two more camps in the month of July and a recruiting champions barbecue. I'm interested to hear about this barbecue. Anytime I hear barbecue, I get excited, especially here in the South, now that I know that barbecue is a fantastic and a big, big deal. Bone, give us a scoop on this champions barbecue. Who's going to be in attendance in Tuscaloosa on that time, and, and, and when is it?
1: Well, it's July the twenty-first, and it's something that Alabama did a year ago, where they decided to kind of do an impromptu um, event down in Tuscaloosa. You see different events uh, at different campuses throughout the year, um, you know, really starting kind of in late spring through the summer. Uh, you know, just kind of different different gimmicks that big uh, colleges like to do, and you know, Alabama stayed away from that for a while. Now, I don't know if it was. Nick Saban's decision to do that, or if it was a whole coaching staff, but I think I think it may have been Coach Saban's decision to kind of stay away from that. But um, I think a lot of the staff members kind of wanted to do something to kind of get a bunch of a uh, bunch of top recruits on campus at one time, uh, you know, outside of it being just a football camp or or a spring game. And you know, they decided to do this Champions Cookout last year, and it was a big success. I mean, there there was I think there was around thirty top guys who were on campus and I went back and looked at it a few weeks ago and I think 18 of those 30 guys ended up signing with Alabama so of course a lot of those guys were committed to Alabama at the time they had several commitments this time last year a little bit different this year but they should have a bunch of guys on campus uh, you know we should, should see a lot of uh, you know in-state guys on campus for that event Justin Ross number one receiver in, uh, in Alabama excuse me number one and also number one player in Alabama you should see Seth Williams out of uh, Paul Bryant High School uh, make his way back over. Conus Miller, the four-star defensive lineman out of Jackson Olin in Birmingham. You should see several comm- several of the commitments back in, on campus. Uh, Quay Walker you should see Pierce Quick, the four-star offensive lineman out of Hewitt Trustful. Um, so we should see several of those top guys that are going to be on campus. Uh, another big name that's going to be on campus that weekend, is Dominic Wood Anderson. He's actually going to be taking an official visit to Alabama for that weekend, and you know, I'm, I'm sure Alabama's extremely excited that he's decided to make his visit that weekend with several top guys on campus, including several commitments, because uh, he is their top tight end target, and he's a JUCO guy. He's going to make a decision on August the first. You know, he's got a uh, you know pretty good list of schools: uh, Alabama, Oregon, Texas, Louisville. Now, those are some schools that are very high on his list, and uh, yeah, he's going to be making the decision, like I said, on August the first. Alabama certainly would love to get him on board. Uh, Alabama was the early favorite for him. Uh, he named Alabama as his favorite after a spring visit, but then took a visit to Oregon, and Oregon became the favorite. You know, can Alabama get back into uh, you know the driver's seat for him after this weekend or after that weekend on uh, on June or June the. Uh, I keep saying June, July the 21st. I think so. I think Alabama's got a good chance with him, and we'll see kind of where things stand with him after that visit.
0: We're talking with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. Bone, what's your, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> you can follow me at AndrewJBone. There you go. Keep it simple, right? And you can also follow us on Bama Insider on Twitter. Same with Facebook, Facebook.com backslash Bama Insider. Bringing it to you every single day from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Boom, two five-star quarterbacks still uncommitted out there. Matt Corral, who just decommitted from USC, and then Justin Fields out of Georgia. Alabama got a shot with either? Well, it just depends. It depends on how many times can they
1: get these guys on campus. Matt Corral is scheduled to visit Alabama in July. Um, How big of a move can Alabama make with him when he makes that trip to Tuscaloosa? I think uh, Georgia's... In good position with him right now. I made a visit to Georgia back in the spring. Uh, he really likes Georgia a lot, and you know, then he decommitted shortly after his trip to Athens. So I think Georgia's probably in the driver's seat for him, followed by USC, who you know we could easily see him uh, recommit to the Trojans. But you know, Alabama has a shot with him. I mean, you know, he, he keeps in contact with the coaching staff, and you know, we'll see how his visit goes. Uh, you know, Justin Fields uh, has been uh, you know very low key about his recruitment. Um, He actually made a surprise visit to Tuscaloosa on Saturday, uh, but wanted to keep that visit really low-key. Didn't really want to talk about it, but made a trip over to to Alabama. And uh, so I think they have an outside chance at at possibly signing him. I wouldn't put them probably in the top group right now. If he makes it back to Tuscaloosa for an official visit or maybe over to to a game this fall, we'll kind of go from there. But... Alabama's recruiting several guys who are committed elsewhere. Um, you know, they would really like to get Emory Jones, the Ohio State commitment, uh, back on campus, which is very possible. Uh, you know, I talked to Emory at the uh, Rivals Five-Star Challenge. He mentioned uh, possibly getting over to Tuscaloosa in, uh, in July. Um, Jack Tuttle, who's a Utah commitment, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, he is a guy that they really like a lot, and they would love to get him uh, down to Tuscaloosa for a visit. And then Tanner McKee, a, um, a, a big, strong-arm quarterback out of California that has already visited Alabama uh, one time and uh, is probably going to return uh, sometime in July for, a, uh, for another trip. He's another guy he, that's uncommitted, so he's one to really kind of keep an eye on uh, in terms of uh, you know, potentially landing in Alabama's class. I
0: wanted to play this quick game with you. It's called Bama Lock or Bama Bell. I'm just going to ask you, you know, 10, 12 guys. You either tell me that if you think they're a Bama Lock or a Bama Bell. All right, we're going to just fly through it real quick. Asa Martin. Who'd you say? Asa Martin. Bama Lock. Justin Ross. Bama Lock. <laughs> Jacob Copeland. Bama Lock. Tommy Bush. Bama Lock. Luke Ford. Whoo! Bama Lock. Panay Suell. Alabama. <laughs> Tommy Brown.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, you know what? When you said Tommy Bush earlier, I said to, uh, I was thinking Tommy Brown. Tommy Brown, like I would say, to, uh, back to Tommy Bush. You um, you know, to, you know Bama Bell. But yeah, there's a chance there. Alabama, Alabama really made a strong move with him a few few weeks ago. So we'll keep an eye on that one.
0: Jalen Cunningham. Bama Bell. Caleb Tremblay.
1: Bama lock.
0: Judge Culpepper, Bama Bell, KJ Henry. Whew. Should, we do, should we do the drum roll for this one?
1: Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Bama lock.
0: Wow, Bama lock for five star KJ Henry. Patrick Sertain.
1: Bama Bell, J.C. Horn. <laughs> Bama, Bama
0: Bell. <laughs> Christian Tut. Bama Bell. All right, this this one I really want to know. He's coming to Tuscaloosa, November fourth against LSU. Nabdad Joseph. Bama Lock. Wow, there you go. We just played Bama Lock, Bama Bell with Andrew Bone. You can catch all this coverage every single day on bamainsider.com you want it we got it team coverage recruiting coverage nobody does it bigger and better we're bringing it to you from Tuscaloosa Alabama we invite you to join our website compass subscription get that 30 days get that week trial whatever you want come over to bamainsider.com really check it out we're bringing it to you we're trying our best to give it to you from every single angle I'm here with Andrew bone my name is Kyle Henderson from Tuscaloosa Alabama this is the BamaInsider.com podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash BamaInsider. Same on Twitter, Twitter, backslash BamaInsider. And of course, you can download our future and past podcast by simply searching iTunes or Google Play. Look for Bamainsider.com podcast. Have a great 4th of July with your family and friends. We'll talk to you soon on BamaInsider.com.